I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday? I think it is. I don't know. Is it I think Tuesday? it's a Tuesday. Yeah, I think it is Tuesday. Guys, it's all blending together. I'm working very hard here. I clear it is. Uh, but yeah, we're live on a Tuesday. We actually um didn't have a show yesterday because uh that's right i went out to dinner with bossy and ray uh met bossy mm-hmm. for the first time in person i had already met that is ray right. it is your first time meeting her yeah i had already met ray sonny at um uh drunk black history um uh so that you know like mm-hmm. I, and, and, and of course we hung out together last year yes uh in the airbnb um mm-hmm. So, you know, that was that, obviously she's a joy and a pleasure, and it's always great to see Ain't her. Ain't she, though? You know, I always and, love to see her. And same with Bossy, you know, as a person, I feel like it's one of those things where you know somebody and you talk to them all the time, and, you know, this is mm-hmm. one of the good sides of digital connection and the internet. Um, yes. And, you know, it's cool to like, be face to face and talk and chat and and gossip and all that mm-hmm. stuff and, and, and not feel like a weirdo and everybody was Mm-mm. just like they are you know uh on, online right so and it was fine the same people yeah yes yes I, i'm i'm very very glad that y'all got to uh to kick it and i know y'all had a great time and i figured out that y'all probably chit-chatting for a while so yeah i was like uh, uh uh y'all just go and have a good time what did y'all eat you um, know me we went i'm to a place eat. called the Val- valerie or something mm-hmm. and we just got we ordered so much food it was all like appetizers and and stuff we just got like the tapas kind of like tapas yeah we just got all that stuff like macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. uh charcuterie which is of course uh lunchables um uh, <laughs> fancy, fancy lunchables <laughs> artichoke dip um uh, uh crab i got a crab cake and we and we split everything. We were just all eating everybody's food. Like it was, it was fine. Um, and and then we just had a lot of drinks. And uh, it was like it was so fun. It was so good. Um, and and uh, yeah. And and like you know, such good conversation. And you know, and it's that thing where like because you're not like a complete stranger, you don't have to have like. So where'd you go to school? You know, like it was just actual right, like those type of conversations, right? Yeah, and you know, it's one of those things too, where like I know Ray and I know Bossy, and I've known them both pretty well for a while. And it's one of those things mm-hmm. where I, I wanted them to hit it off, and I was so happy that they did. You know, and mm-hmm. and uh, they both like are dope and admire each other, so that was cool. You know, like it was oh, a love really? fest, man. Like it was just a big old oh, love I fest. Bet you it was so sweet i'm not gonna lie i was jealous only because i couldn't be there i wouldn't i ain't jealous of the relationships i was just sad because i was like oh i want to be eating crab cakes too <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah i wish you could have been there with us and it was like um uh but yeah it was, it was a lot of fun and and just you know uh ray and ray just kept trying to convince me to do stand-up that's her new thing yeah she she seen you do that jump black history was like this nigga funny this nigga real funny <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a hell of a compliment you know look how comedy mind started ticking boy yeah it's a hell of a compliment and stuff i right you know, I, I i i told her i think about 
think about it. Maybe if we get renewed or if we if if I, something where I have to be up here for an extended period of time or something just based on yeah. the future, maybe I'll think about it then, you know? Yeah. Because it really seems like no point of trying to be a stand-up comedian in Charlotte. Not No offense to the local market, but <laughs> it just don't seem like no point. And then it's not really like... Uh, my necessarily isn't my, a comedy scene. <laughs> yeah, and new, and being a stand up isn't necessarily my dream. And also, right. we have it's a lot of work to do this show that many times a week and stuff. I feel like stand up people go get up that many times a week. You know, like that's where they're putting their work is like, okay, boom, I got to hit three mics tonight. You know, I need to do that three, four times a week. I got, you know, I got to stay sharp. I got to get better. I got to work. And I respect the work they put in. And I don't know that I want to make the trade off of, of giving up anything. <laughs> like, I, you know, I like being dope at, at writing a TV show. I like being dope at doing this podcast. And I like being funny in the way that I'm funny. I I think right. if it was something where we were up here for an extended period of time, maybe we do more live shows because it's easier Agreed. to get a venue and just, sell out mm-hmm. or have as many tickets as you can and do a live show than it is like that, that yeah that's something i've been thinking about too we'll probably talk more about that when you get back but yeah that's something i've been thinking about too but go yeah. ahead i mean all that stuff's just dependent on a bunch of moving parts that i don't got no control mm-hmm. over um but yeah man it was such a good time and everybody uh the waiter uh was like this cool dude that uh i forget what he was like uh tibetan and something else um and but he had this accent and it was funny because ray just kept talking about his like he sounded like he was from new york and he obviously gets this question a lot you know he's like yeah i'm from brooklyn da 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 and all this stuff and uh it was like okay he was like yeah most people expect me to have an accent or something and they was like oh my god is that racist i'm sorry or whatever and i was like yeah i didn't expect you to have an accent because i'm so woke that <laughs> anything anything you would have said would have been fine to me you know <laughs> but uh but nah it was it was a great time that man i will say and it could just be this restaurant but i think it might be kind of in general drinks are more expensive in new york you know yes they are yeah, like, they definitely yeah. cost They're more you gotta good. think about like i was looking at that menu like as a cheesecake factory and i was like whoo and it was like a big menu. you had like 54 drinks on this one menu um and they were delicious Ooh. they were good yeah and shout out to uh, shout out to Ray Sonny because uh, Ray paid for the meal because she got it like that. You know what I'm saying? She she just y'all see the resume? Go to her IMDb. You know what I'm saying? She getting these writer checks. She she <laughs> out here, and it, it was come on, yeah. And, and I was, and like it's funny because, um, and I don't know if it's a black thing or what, but whenever you say somebody got got it like that, and and I'm I'm guilty of this too. Everybody is. It's like the you immediately have to start justifying that you're spending money. And so it's like black people start telling you how hard their life was or how you know, like how little they have or whatever. And it's always Nobody knows the trouble <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, and Damn it, I'm gonna pay for this meal. I done made it. <laughs> yeah, like I I'm like, I'm man, I done been through it. Flex on me. You ain't I like let me make my joke about you having money, but just know that yeah. like, you know, it's I I'm oh, the, oh, you go, oh, you're gonna get these jokes though. Yeah, it's just me trying to tell it's me trying to take the awkwardness out of it and tell you that, you know, it's it thank you. It's you know, and I mm-hmm. definitely made sure to tell her thank you quite a few times, but it was just so funny because right. like as soon as you say it, it's like, oh no, I'm 
you know, I don't have no kids. I, you know, I, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm, I, I got shot. I got shot in 15. I got shot when I was 15 years old. I'm not even supposed to be alive. Uh, you know, I used to be on food stamps. Uh, you know, going down a checklist. I got free and reduced lunch. You're like, it's it's okay. It's okay. My grandma was a my grandma was a former slave, and uh, she she escaped to the north. And I'm like, man, why are we always trying to justify like we? Because you know, being black. Because because most of the time we don't have generational wealth anyway. Right. right. Being black and being like even middle class or like doing okay is it's like a guilt or it's like you need an explanation. <laughs> like yes. all right, guys. Yes. I promise I'm, I'm, I'm still black. <laughs> yes. Almost like you feel what do they call it? The 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 remorse, uh 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 survivor's guilt. Yes, yes, survivor's guilt type of thing. Uh, it's like I survived blackness, so you know because I survived blackness, <laughs> and me being black didn't take me out. You know right. I gotta justify, it, but you actually, in reality, you don't. Yeah. But I think for a lot of people, they may feel that thing, and then then for a lot of people, they feel like, well, okay, now I have to quote unquote just for my blackness. But you know me and you, I don't be kicking nobody in blackness because I didn't put right. your ass in blackness. So I, who am I to fucking kick you out? Yeah, man, it honestly, do the other thing, and, you know, we do this a lot in real life where we have conversations on the podcast, but also off the podcast, and it's refreshing to talk to people about, you know, for those of us who are, like, kind of hyper online, whether it's your job or just your addiction or just your, you know, how you pass time, you know, this podcast, I would consider us, you know, we're hyper online partially because of what we do, but partially mm-hmm. just in general, you know, and yeah, probably a lot more than the average person. Yes, I agree. And so it feels good sometimes to like talk to people outside of that and, mm-hmm. you know, like the where things match up where they don't like how you you know make each other feel less fucking crazy um yes it, it helps justify your reality because yeah online will make you think you're a lunatic and so some of these conversations actually need to be offline not recorded anything like that like i said it's a generational thing every everything that you do and everywhere that you go is not meant for public consumption it's just not right and so you need a space that you can have to yourself for yourself without judgment and and well also to me a lot of it is like you need not not even just a space right but you need like to be able to confirm sometimes that you're not crazy right you know because like motherfuckers will make you i'll give you uh, i'll give an example that's not related to something current so that people can at least have they can see what my perspective is right because i Mm -hmm. think saying current shit motherfuckers are so caught up in the matrix that they immediately get you know reflexive but the thing i like remember when offset allegedly cheated on cardi b and then he showed up with a show with all these flowers and Mm -hmm. it was this big you know almost like a rom-com level of of like whatever you call that you know and I remember watching that and I saw online how many people were like, this is abuse. He's stalking mm-hmm. her. She's not safe. This Men like this kill women. He's, he's probably hurting her behind the scenes. And I remember thinking like, 
how many people are saying this and we don't know nothing about these people you right. know and then it became very personal like i had a man that showed up to my job like yep. it turned into it like personal. other shit but it's been what two years maybe since then it's been a while since then mm, it's been a while it's been a few years i mean he's he lost his you know one of his is essentially his brothers you know and their marriage has stayed strong through all this shit you know that the, they've had kids they just fucking sold a mcdonald's meal together yes um, they did so but but if i would have just listened to the people in my bubble online i would be like oh my god he gonna kill her or some shit but then, like, you know, in real fucking life, when you talk to other people, it's like, yeah, we don't know them people. <laughs> like, and then mm-hmm. that's not good or bad. Just we actually don't know these motherfuckers. And all the conspiracy theory, QAnon shit that we can, all the bubbles we can get into, it's not really real. And so I love having conversations with people that you're just not worried about that stuff. But you still are aware of that stuff. So you can make jokes right. about it. You can make references to it. You know, it's. It's always great when you pull out your sheet and you match up with who you think is crazy and who you think is cool and who you're not supposed to like and all that shit. Like, I, I love that shit. Um, I bet a lot of people do that that are online a lot. But, yeah, so we just had a great conversation, man. And, and you know, it's all love, man. And it went great. And, I, you know, I just I was thankful I got to hang out with them and, and, and spend the evening and, and stuff uh, just chatting. So it was a fun time. Oh. I'm glad. And then, oh, go ahead. Mm-mm, go ahead. I was gonna say, and then tonight, um, we filmed some man on the street stuff, which is why we're recording so late. Um, mm-hmm. and so man on the street is when Bo goes out and he interviews people, and we take the clips and we put them on the show. And it, I had to be there. I like it was the kind of thing where like we actually. I didn't even realize it was today. We were supposed to do uh, what's the tea, their wig mm-hmm. cap, and 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 we and I've I've basically Bo reminded me or told me like uh, like noon or something like hey or three o'clock I think he was like DJ Mike Hitman is coming to town for this man on the street, and I'm like I gotta be there. <laughs> well, I know what, it's so. What time? What location? I said I can't. Right, miss. I got to be there. I can't. If you know this show, we've had Mike on a long time ago. If you know, mm-hmm. um, if you know, and um, after the morning Jones, morning Jones, he used to call in to the show like every. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to call into that show like every day, multiple times a day. Give out his number on yes, the air. Did. Like mm-hmm. he, he's that dude, and. You know, he's a character, you know, he hangs out with a bunch of pimps, you know, good game, lucky strike, Spanish fly, mm. uh, yes. <laughs> Donnell. And the list goes on. Yeah. And so, uh, man, I dropped, I was like, I'm going to be there. And so I came home from work, like recharged for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and then just hit the hit hit the uber and got down there it's kind of cold out and stuff but man like i went to i went to the location and it was this place called like madam x that is like some type of sex bar i don't know what kind of and it's I'm just about to say, that sound like the strip joint madam x he didn't pick the bar so it's us that picked it but it was like 
<laughs> like I think I took a picture of it. I'll put it on Instagram. I'll put all these pictures on Instagram with Ray and Bossy and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made a reel, but I'll I'll actually put like the pictures on there at some point. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um I come in and like the bathroom door is just like a a nude woman painting with titties and everything. I was like, oh, okay. Shit. I said, okay, so this is different. This I said it's kind of fitting though that we got Mike in here. It is. That's why I was like, did he pick it? <laughs> right. And so I'm, I, you know, I walk in, I see Bo and James in there talking. I'm talking to them. And then I look in the back, sitting on the couch, looking luxurious in a fur coat, you know, all the way down to the flow suit, of course. Chicago hat, style. Shades. Mike Hitman, DJ Mike Hitman in there, glistening, shining. And so, you know, I had, I, I mean, I immediately was like, my man, what's going on, Brother Mike, man? We was. Yeah, because that's your, yeah, your first time meeting him. Yeah, yeah I've never got to meet him in person, you know? And so uh, we just chopped it up. And he, like, you know, unbeknownst to me, like, he kept up with, with us, too. Like, he's knows about me writing for the show. Um, he, you know, still, he asked about you. He asked about the podcast and um you know we talked about you know just stuff that happened with the morning jones and i asked him Mm -hmm. about you know good game and all them and we talked Mm -hmm. about the the time he went to get the the pimp cup uh from gary indiana Uh, (laughs) like we just had a blast i know you had a ball yes and it, it, hopefully, I don't know how much stuff of his interview with Bo is going to make it, but I hope it all right. stays in. But, you know, we'll see. But he was just giving great answers to the questions we came up with. And, I mean, it was everything just not to try to, like, I was just trying not to laugh during any of the takes because I didn't want right. to fuck up nothing. But he had me dying. And <laughs> it was so funny with the man on the street stuff because, like, Mike is a character and people were, you could see people walking by just looking like, what the fuck are they the filming? It's happening. They're, like, oh, they're probably going, why does he have on a fur coat? Like, that is a, definitely a, like a Chicago thing. Mm-hmm. You know, certain places where people do that. And they was looking like, like, are they filming the Mac part three? Like, what is happening? Yes, they didn't know what was happening. Return of the Mac? Like, what is happening? And, you know. We don't dress like that. I'm confused. It was, and I just, it was such it ain't a, a bubble coat. the mood around the office has been really good but it was also just such a like you know a moment of reflection for a second you know I think specifically for me and Bo to to be able to like be there with Mike like this dude that you know me and Bo go all the way back to like you know S-O-H-H message board people y'all know what I'm talking about um Mike goes back to fucking the morning Jones on Sirius satellite radio. That's probably 10 years old, at least now. Ooh, it gotta be 10, you know, and, and he followed Bo ever since and stuff. And then this TV show and to be able to like have all of that come to to fruition when I remember when Bo was just thinking about like, no joke, we would have conversations and he'd be like, this is before I think even game theory. He's like, if I, when I get my own TV show or when I get a TV show, we got to figure out a way to get Mike Hitman involved. I'm like, absolutely. It don't matter what mm-hmm. it is. It don't matter how 
once you get some people that we you can tell what to do <laughs> one of the things you got to tell them is we getting this man on on the air and trust me like we don't this ain't a it, it, a request yeah. we, this ain't a gamble we this know a for a fucking fact this nigga is box office turn the cameras on point them towards him yes. it don't matter what we do don't matter and so um being able to see uh you know might this moment come together man we i mean we was all smiles i posted the reel on the on my instagram and and tiktok and stuff so people can kind of see like the last couple of days me with bossy and ray and and i'll, I'll go back and post some pictures like because i took many pictures with everybody I'll, I'll definitely go back and post the whole thing but it was just so dope man and and like you know uh it is is like one of those full circle moments where it's just like look at this you know what i mean like we came from just talking shit on message boards and and chopping it up on the radio and and, and making jokes and now uh you know we out here <laughs> making this black ass tv show and making jokes and and doing all that stuff and um you know i'm doing a good job like I'm really, uh, mm-hmm, you are. I'm really doing a good job at work. Like I'm getting this stuff in, but I'm also like, I'm learning so much. But I'm putting what I learned now. I'm in this place where I'm putting what I've learned to use, and I'm mm-hmm. seeing, I'm starting to see stuff. It's not all the way where I want to be. Like I'm still working hard to, so that I can like anticipate shit even further than I see it now. But like I'm able to like look at stuff and be like okay this is what we need to do here or here's an interesting way we could flip something here's you know I'm just getting better you know um and like low-key you know I'm getting trusted with more stuff you know like Mm -hmm. people I think people are starting to like say you know say and see like okay this dude for this show specifically knows Bo's voice in a way that makes everyone's job easier if I'm able to like go in there and be like we can anticipate what I think he would want you know I can't always get it right Right. with two different people that's you know I'm not ridiculous (laughs) there's gonna be times where I think something's hiding he gonna absolutely disagree but you know there's a lot of times where I'm like nah he would say it this way or you know uh the perspective for this part of this deep dive it has to come from like you know an angle where he's like talking down to somebody or something or or you know being relaxed we're we're writing it like he's hype but he would be relaxed in this case so you know it's stuff like that that we're doing you okay baby mm-hmm. okay oh yes sorry yeah i'm okay all right um <laughs> But uh sorry, I was trying something got stuck in my hand. I was trying to flick it off. Oh, okay. Yeah, no problem. I just want to make sure you're all right. But yeah, so it was it was um it was it was like a full circle moment and 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 like I said, everything's going well with the show. I feel like I'm in a good groove and I feel like um Yay, that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, I'm getting used to this Airbnb. I find I figured out how to get the air the the washer dryer to work. Oh, let's um, go. Watch it, dry. Is it a combo? It's a it's a combo one. It doesn't dry as good as the last one we had. And so mm-hmm. I basically you wash dry and then it, it'll still be kind of damp and then you run you can run I figured out how to run just the dryer cycle. Ah, and so okay. then that's what I use to dry the clothes. 
you know. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, that's you know that's kind of update on me. I I don't have much else to to add. You know, oh, I want to thank all the fans and stuff that have really commented on our episode with Bossy already. Yes, a lot of people really Good enjoy it. Yeah, I think you know I was saying this to Ray last night. You know because Ray listens to the show, um, and you know she was saying like. You know, I don't always agree. Sometimes I vehemently disagree. But, you know, and I was like, you know, that's the thing, right? When Ray had her shows, I, it's not like every time I listen, I was like, well, can't disagree there. You know, like, we're all human. And if anybody puts their opinion out to the world, there's going to be people that disagree. I think yep. the main thing for me is to think about is really being authentic. And being real because I'd rather you disagree with my genuine opinion and you just don't fuck with what I said and you just came away with a different understanding. But so often I try to like allow for other people's opinions, even in mine, you know, to be like, hey, and you can feel differently. You know, that's I've, I've at this point, you know, I, I bet every black podcast is going to talk about that damn special and you're going to get a lot of rehashes and retreads, a lot of projection, a lot of, you know, Sure. A lot of defensiveness, a lot of attacking and, and all kinds of shit. And I'm just, I'm happy to have this space where people, uh, where we we allow each other to be real and be authentic in that way and r- arrive to the conclusions that, you know, and show our work for how we arrive to those conclusions. Mm-hmm. And like <clears throat> to see the audience respond with like, this was one of the best conversations I've heard about this, or this is the only conversation I wanted to hear about this special between me, you and Bossy. That, that means a lot to me because I know a lot of people been talking about it. And you, at this point, if you just want to get like the opinion that you have regurgitated back to you, you can just pick a source. Cause there's mad people that are like very surface level, very just reactionary, very, steal it from black twitter and regurgitate it back for for clout and i didn't want to do that kind of show and i don't want to i don't want to have that kind of show i I don't i I feel like a lot of these podcasts troll black twitter for content that they don't even really understand and they don't really care that it doesn't make there's not a logical congruence to what they're saying (laughs) they're just like listen this is what black twitter on the day that's why they can say stuff like words are violence and trauma is is very real but Wanda Sykes can't be traumatized that her f- friend and mentor got hit in front of her. Like they can right. in their in their mind, both of those things make sense. And I think it's so so crazy, you know, um, t- just how much that it's human. But it's just I'm trying to to divorce ourselves from some of that. So you know, I'm, right. I'm thank I want to say thank you to the fans who've already chimed in to say like they they thought we had a great discussion. So thank you. Me too, because it matters. Um, because I think that it was a lot of nuanced conversations. And when you talk about it, you have to talk about social media because social media played a big role. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it can't be so, I don't want to say quote unquote one sided because, you know, a lot of people is, you know, fuck. Will Smith or fuck Chris Rock and that's kind of kind of the end for a lot of people and they're not really examining or looking or analyzing anything from the quote unquote opposite side um, right. you know because it's one of those things where 
people do things and it's human nature because we do do it too people do things for clickbait and if that's what's hot that's what you're doing and the thing is everybody wants to be the first everybody wants to get that shit out there the quickest but a lot of times being the first and the quickest don't always make you right and it doesn't always um, mean that uh it's well thought out yeah and it feels a lot like people are waiting for the second they disagree with you to like jump in your shit or to like cast you aside you know i was thinking about this seth rogan said something today uh in an interview about you know a lot of critics don't think about how they make people feel that put their heart and souls into making this art that you're like you know shitting on and it wasn't necessarily a you need to like it but he they were asking him like why doesn't he really you know read the reviews and how does a bad review for something he did make him feel and he's like bad you know like he's human and mm-hmm. And, and and I heard a podcast a while ago that by a couple film critics that were kind of talking about this stuff too. And it's like everyone's so caught up in validating themselves that they want to come first. Everything's about getting your voice out there. That it is a not a lack of consideration a lot of times. And the people that create these are that create things are people too. And yes. um, you know, it's like while I'm proud of the way we review movies. I'm proud that we're not just pass or fail and or that we just get off on being mean about it. You know, that's a big it's a big thing is, you know, the meaner you can be about a movie or the meaner you can be about a TV show. Like it's funny, you know, mean is funny for a lot of people, but yes, at some is. point the point becomes less about being accurate and more about being mean, right? Like every Correct. movie is an F, you know. It's like you know, right. like I'm like, it's uh, probably the the closer to the truth is like every movie's probably a somewhere between like a, a B and a D. Like that's probably the if we're being real, like at this point, yeah, most shit is in the yeah. middle somewhere. Yeah, it is, and it's also one of those things where there are people whose whole thing is to hate watch. There are people whose whole thing like like that's their jam to pile up, and there are a lot of uh, podcasts and critics that would actually feel that void. But then there are people like me, and there's a lot of people like me, but to see people like me who aren't that vocal, who, if I like some shit, I'll just say, and I listen to you, I don't want to hear you trash the shit that I like. Yeah. So you know what a lot of times, that's why I don't listen to a lot of critics and a lot of critiques on shit that I like, because it's one of those things where you come in here talking about, it's trash, it's trash, and you're not using any logic, well, you're not analyzes i'm like the, the fuck then no i don't want to hear anything I, you have to say I, so the thing that i said was i i feel like um what what's missing is that the critic is a brand now too right and mm-hmm. i'm and i know critics used to always be a brand but it used to be like you had to go through a bunch of gatekeepers so like you need to find a paper and convince them to do it over and and show some level of like skill or some level of uh you know um like training or whatever and i'm not saying that's even a good thing but that's what it used to be but now it's become a bit more democratized but because of social media what is rewarded right like we reward the flat critique we reward the black and white we reward the simple we reward the mean the salacious the controversial um and even with a lot of critics the way they approach criticism is very much like a like they're playing a stock market game of like what movie made the most money 
which movies had the biggest budgets who are they rooting for you know Mm -hmm. the the big the big movies you can shit on because they're going to make money anyway the little movies you got to root for and overhype because they're never going to make money and so you it's your job now with some type of evangelist and of course they see themselves as influencers to a certain extent and so it's less about calling balls and strikes it's kind of like asserting your influence right Mm -hmm. and i feel like you know we lose sight of like in your game of influence some motherfucker tried to make something you know it's why i like our reviews because our reviews are always what did we like what did we didn't like seems very simple vast majority of reviews are not like that (laughs) vast majority of people reviewing movies now are it just either comes like a pile on or stand fest or whatever which is is fine you know a lot of people like that but i just think it's interesting like that there's no consideration of oh yeah it, it, there's a person that made this thing and and um I guess what I was trying to say is like so when I was listening to this podcast and they were talking about it was two critics talking about online culture wars and all this stuff and what I was hearing was them bitch about the fans who come at them because they don't like the critiques that they level towards their favorite movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And now their criticism and their stuff has now become just like the artist that made the movie. It's become about your feelings. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, right, right. right. <laughs> it's real easy to, 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 to put it out there when, when not trying funny, you aren't really the targeted it. You're not the targeted right. person. It's like you target somebody else and somebody else, but like, hey, you put something out for me to consume. Because guess what? They put something for you to consume. You consume it, then you critique it. And right. then you are critiquing something. You put it out there, and there are people that are critiquing your critique, and then it becomes a problem. Because my thing is, I don't mind people saying they don't like things. I don't mind people, you know, expressing these things. A lot of times for me, I just want a logic behind it, you know, like explain and go into details and, ha- and have some nuance and have critical thinking and, yeah, and well, things like that. There's also like a dopamine hit to it. Like I'm getting attention. It's like mm-hmm. it's hard to get attention, especially when like people love or hate something and you're going the opposite way. Like you're getting attention. It's, you know, we all want it. We, I mean, we don't do this podcast right. for nobody to hear it. You know, I don't write these jokes at work and shit and hope nobody, you know, I'm not like a fucking monk where I'm writing and I'm just like, well, if no one laughs or if everyone laughs, it's all the same to me. Like, no, nigga, I want, I want that hit. I want that dopamine hit. It's just, you know, um, but, but it just, it just made me think about that because then of course everybody was straw man in the argument and it was, you know, these critics, these artists want everyone to love their movies. Like, I don't think that's the same as some of the, I guess, okay. This is what I said on Twitter. I forgot to say this. This is the most important part. How did I get sidetracked? Um, we have gotten at so impersonal because of social media and imp- impersonal because of how we cast each other out and aside. But right. at the same time, we're so connected now. We are more personal than ever when we come for somebody. Like we don't just yes yeah, yeah it's personal attack yeah, yeah. It, it ain't surface level no more like I Mm-mm. I can go find the thing I can go I remember the other time you did this and I remember if you you had a big family event if you lost weight or you gained weight if you broke up with somebody if you lost a job like it we are at once more impersonal in the way that we can just 
shit on somebody because because we didn't agree one time or with one thing or whatever but so fucking personal with just the way we shit on when the way we do it is just magnifique it's so and so like even when you see like a movie review it don't just be about i didn't like the movie anymore now it's like seth rogan needs to mature as a person (laughs) and so yeah they probably do read that shit and see all that projection and and it probably hurt their feelings because they human so it just made me think like everyone and the critics get their feelings hurt when the fans don't like their critique and all this shit so it just Mm -hmm. made me think of that big ass circle you know yeah, and, and like you say, it's 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 a circle, and it's also, I guess, in my opinion, one of those things where, like you say, everybody's projecting. Everybody has all these opinions, and when you're talking about like the personal, uh, impersonal thing, it's one of those things where, like I said, when people come at you very personal like that, and they don't really quote unquote know you. Mm-hmm. It still hurts because, like you say, it's a personal thing that you opted and you chose to share. Right. And so at the same time, it's a catch-22 because the public in general, including myself to an extent, they just want to consume shit. Right. And you don't care about the person that you're consuming. You just don't care. Put shit out there for me to consume. That's all I care about. You as an individual don't matter. So I should have the right and the luxury to do whatever I want to do and say whatever I want to say because your whole job is the motherfucking tap dance for me. Like literally anything that people consume, they uh, for some people, they erase and they separate the person's humanity. Right. And sometimes these people remind you that they're human. And what did they do? They buck back. They cuss everybody out. They start showing their ass. And people go, whoa, whoa, what was like? Yeah, this is a human being, y'all. And you have been attacking somebody and they have been, they, they've got fed up and they actually start responding. And so you can't have it both ways. You can't say, well, I miss Megan the Stallion. But at the same time, when somebody like Rihanna, Beyonce, don't say shit, don't do shit have assistance that everybody posts everything you're boring ain't nothing about you we don't know nothing about you right 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 because you know they want to keep their sanity because i've right. have lived and been on the internet long enough a lot of these people particularly celebrities that, that actually got raised up on the internet they get to a point where a lot of them have to leave and have to reduce their time and have to separate themselves just because of the craziness and the and the and the insanity of the fans and the demands that they consistently do something for them. And human beings, I will continue to say this, human beings are not designed to get all this information at once. We're not designed to be critiqued by 10 million people and we're not designed to be praised by 10 million people. We just aren't designed for that. You know, your, your brain does not have the capacity to compute all of those things. And it's yeah. very hard to navigate and that people, shit. Average person will never deal with it, so they just don't care. I mean, it's weird because, you know, we know how it affects people because we've seen so many celebrities and musicians and shit that fucking, like, off themselves or died of drug overdose or whatever at very young ages, and we never thought... It's just wild that that we still always not all I'm talking very generally, but that so many people were like, "Nah, I want to be famous. I covet that. I want that worship. I want." And we see like the the way it drives people just 
you know, up a wall, the way that it just affects mm-hmm. their whole lives and they can't cope and all this stuff. And it's like, but I, but I, I want to be in the spotlight too. And I hate that this person is spotlight, not me and, and all the emotions that come with that. But yeah, it's a very real thing. And, and in a way we're all kind of chasing it, you know, um, and social media has made it where you could chase it. It's, you know, when I see like people like big groove, I see a person that probably doesn't have a lot of talent doesn't isn't putting a shit ton of thought into what they're doing but they know they chasing that fame they know they want to be they want to be famous they want to be somebody you know that's commodity and the thing is uh, for some people there are people that are famous and the money's behind it but there are some people that are famous and they are broke you know, people people assume that you're famous, you have money, and that those things are not a true statement. Just because you got a million some TikTok follows and all that shit, it don't mean your bank account got a million dollars in it. It's just the illusion that well, even people if have. You, even if you, even if you have money, we've seen people with money. I mean, people are famous and have money, and still mm-hmm. they it don't make them happy. Like it's it's you know it's just shit is just tough all the way around. I guess. Oh, do did we lose Karen? Oh, oh! I don't know. I see. I, I hear you. I just can't see you for some reason. I don't no, know. I if it's my internet. I'm, I'm moving. Yeah, it might be because you moving on my side. Okay. All right. Well, I'm not gonna touch anything as long as maybe it'll come back in a few minutes. But um. Okay. All right. Well, that was all I had for the the upfront stuff. You know. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, we uh, we did say this was gonna be a, a shorter show. I do want to mention this, and we'll and we'll get into a couple segments after this. But uh, Janelle James is torn right now. Okay, she is. friend of the show, you know y'all know her, y'all see her. Okay, um, and uh, let me tell you, you need to and want to get these tickets because. These motherfuckers yeah, ain't finna be here forever. I just looked up. Uh, Karen is going to see her Friday, so there won't mm-hmm. be there won't be any premium show on Friday. Uh, not a show. Sure. Won't you? Yeah, I, I probably need the rest. I, I won't be there. But um, Karen loves to, to say how much she's not gonna be here, guys. But listen, mm-hmm. I clicked on I clicked on the link for the Comedy Zone, which is in Charlotte, to see if tickets were still available. There's one show with tickets available Friday at nine forty five. The other three shows are sold out already. Yep, it's cause yep, cause as soon cause I was on Facebook, and when I was on Facebook, uh, she posted it, and when she posted it, I immediately went and got two tickets immediately. Yeah, I, I was t- like, I think I, I told, I tickets. think didn't I text you that she was coming to Charlotte and just to let you know because it was one of those things where I would have, I remember 
thinking to myself, if I was home, I'd fucking be going to this, you know? So no, I, cause I, 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 I think I asked you or something like that. I was like, Oh no, I think I might say Janelle James coming to town. I'm thinking about getting tickets. And you was like, well, go see her. Yeah, yeah. 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 You told me to go see her. Right. And so when you said that I immediately went and got some um, tickets for, for me and your mom, she's so and, funny. Uh, it's, it's so crazy. Cause I mean, obviously now the world is aware uh through her of her talent through um you know Abbott Elementary but but honestly like uh she's not Ava she's funny and Ava's a great character but she's acting so some people yes. still ain't familiar with like how fucking great her stand up is it's you know different yes. muscle different skill and i hope that like even you know cuz i know her as she's so funny but she's also like she loves stand up she's like a pure stand up even though she's multi-talented and all that stuff right mm-hmm. you know all that stuff but she's she she's so good at stand-up and to now know that there's a world of people that's about to get introduced to janelle james stand-up not janelle james gift from yeah. twitter not janelle james they go walk the in there like oh my gosh what did i walk into <laughs> i cannot fucking wait i cannot fucking wait i know i i am so excited and uh the uh and uh, shot that there are four shows mm-hmm. uh and so i think it's like two on friday two on saturday uh, for those of you, she's going to be in uh, March the 9th. She's going to be in Washington, D.C. Uh, the Comedy Zone, March the 25th. She's going to be in um, Minneapolis, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, uh, March the 31st through April the 1st. Uh, what's that? WEC? West, West, West New York. I like that. I, like, I love that you just was like, I'm doing this. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Oh. Let, me, let me help everybody out so we don't have to go through all it. Janelle James comedy.com that's how you can find out janelle james comedy.com it's got all her dates um all the places oh, yeah, i was gonna, gonna tell everybody again <laughs> i mean but you <laughs> was tearing the names up you was just tearing the names up i'm just trying to save you i don't know why you don't want to be saved but i'm just trying to save <laughs> okay. you go ahead go ahead save me from myself i got a sinking ship over here i'm talking about some indiac new york they was like where's that yeah, at, Karen? you're just confusing <laughs> you're just confusing people they're not gonna show up at the right places JanelleJamesComedy.com is where you can find a list of all the places that she's going to be. Friend of the show, if you a Blackout Tales fan and you show up, get you know, let her know we sent you or whatever. You know, like, like and I promise you, you're going to have a good time. I can't even imagine what her stand-up's like now because I know she's going to have mad funny shit to say about everything that's happened to her just in the last couple years you want to warm up she's got comedy she got a comedy stand up on um on netflix and and all that stuff so just uh so fucking funny man love her so um all right let's get into some other uh news let's do some of our segments um you know skip regular news and uh go straight to like Okay, go ahead. Oh, uh, before you go, I mean, before we uh, go on, if you have not heard her albums, go back and get her album, uh, albums, and uh, yeah, she is hilarious. Yeah. So go purchase them, stream them, do all that stuff, support her. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I think we'll just get straight into like the guest race and stuff like that. Um, so let's do some guest race. It's already late, so, you know, we ain't got to beat around the bush. All right? We guessing races, and then we doing some <laughs> sort of ratchetness, 
and then we're gonna wrap this up because I still got some some stuff to do for the for the Other show. Stuff to do, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, I gotta write some alts tonight. I gotta finish that deep dive. It's time to catch the race. 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 All right, it's guess the race time. Time we go around the globe, find different articles, guess the race of the people involved. Today, the contestants are Karen and the chat room, and they are yes. racist. All right, they've always been racist. They'll probably always be racist. They can't help themselves. Um, they were just born racist. They were born this way. Um, <laughs> they say nobody's born racist. They said, uh, "Wanna bet." Um, Slidell police <laughs> bust ice cream truck driver for meth. Uh, the Slidell police, oh. mm-hmm. yeah, the Slidell police say an Slidell, ice cream truck. Go ahead. Where's this at? Where's Slidell at? Well, What's Karen, it? I mean, think about what was what was happening. What we've only done two thousand some shows. What do you think <laughs> was gonna happen, Karen? Do you think I was gonna keep it to myself? You think I was gonna say guess the race and just after that one sentence or like? No, I'll let you finish. Okay, I just want to know. I mean, maybe you you knew something I didn't know that you know I'm I'm reading an article to you, but you know you let me talk, so I let you talk. Oh my bad, my bad. The Slidell Police Department say an ice cream truck driver had more than uh push-ups and chip witches on board. The police say they believe the driver, 42-year-old Tamisha Morin, was selling methamphetamine from the truck. Uh, police say they caught wind of the vehicle with expired tags. Like some meth with your scoop, apparently. Right. Um, I think we're starting to get a little bit of a delay. Hold on, everybody. I'm going to pause this. Okay. All right. Okay. So, uh, as I was saying, uh, this woman. Uh, now I got to pull back up the browser. Um, yeah. So the police said they that she had expired tags and no brake lights. Um, on Old Spanish Trail late yesterday morning. What? You asking to be pulled over? I'll never understand the people that know what they doing is extremely illegal and... and Have all and, your shit in order. Make sure yeah. all your lights working, all your brakes working. Be sure be sure nothing expired. I mean, goddamn, you're just drawing attention. Put your seatbelt on. I mean, I mean, don't don't give them no reason to pull you over. This is stupid. Yeah, it feels very much like this is a a layup. Like, why would you be riding dirty and knowing you've got an ice cream refrigerator full of meth? <laughs> I you got meth by the pint. The ice cream truck was a particular interest to detectives due to previously receiving information that the owner was allegedly using and selling meth from the truck. Um, that's one thing about meth. It, it's never no Walter White shit. The, the, all, the ones they be catching in real life always getting high on their own supply. <laughs> like, I'm never surprised to, to hear that when they're just like, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, they was real. They was on the meth, too. Like, of course they were on the meth. Of course. <laughs> uh, upon searching the truck, detectives located melted ice cream in the freezer. Well, that's already a bad sign. Not melted ice cream, but 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 this ice cream truck. How the ice cream melted? What? How are you still in business? Yeah, you're not even really trying to cover your tracks if you got melted ice cream. Mm-mm. 
Like it's not gonna pass any level of inspection. No. Because everybody's just gonna be like, um the ice cream inspector come and you're like, oh, okay, they're like, uh, but uh all this ice cream is right in 50 degrees, it's all melted. <laughs> like you sell ice cream. Yeah, I sell ice cream. Okay, so let's just start over. You sell ice cream out this truck and nothing else. Yes. Nothing yeah. else. Okay, so why is the ice cream all melted and laying on the floor? Uh yeah, that's just how <laughs> that's just how I like it. You know, just that's You're how like I, this wouldn't even pass regular ass inspection, no matter ice cream inspection. <laughs> yeah. Like, no, nah, that's just how we you know, that's how the kids like it these days. They like uh They like melted ice cream. They like melted mm-hmm. ice cream on the floor. It's uh melted push pops, okay. <laughs> They say that's the, it says they say it's good. They say it's the best form. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's that's they like the ice cream liquidy, apparently. Yeah. Not everybody. So what? Everybody gotta want their ice cream cold? Hmm? Some, hey, people, some people like it warm. Some people like to drink their ice cream. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why is there no ice in the ice cream? Right. Okay. It's just green. Maybe you should stop being so judgmental. You don't know. Um, but yeah, she was booked in county jail. Her ice cream truck, Tammy's ice cream and sweet treats was impounded. In addition to the melted ice cream and the meth, they also found two puppies on board. Oh God. Now I know, I know the the puppies for, I know the black just hopped out of me because I'm more upset about dogs being around the uh, food. Ice cream. (laughs) I'm like, you just had your dogs around the ice cream. It's like, Rod, Rod, calm down. She also had meth. It's like, oh yeah, that's not good too. One of the puppies named Kang. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, police do not believe any children were exposed to her alleged meth trade, and the ice cream truck has been out of commission for several months. So, of course, because ain't no kids coming up there. Ain't nothing but adults coming up there. It's almost genius, right? Because it's like you bought the ice cream truck as cover and like if you just would have done the bare minimum of registering the tags you you would have been fine but you you wouldn't even got pulled over yeah like you wouldn't even have to sell ice cream you just needed to like keep your tags up to date and you couldn't do that and i blame the meth like and some level it's like the best advertisement and the worst advertisement for meth it's like meth so good you'll spend money on meth before you fucking get your tags replaced on your meth selling truck like it's a hell of a drug yeah all right karen well guess the race of tamisha morin black karen's going black uh for this ice cream meth seller let's see what they say in the chat room Mrs. Ice Cream Man, but not Master P. Black. Black meth suggests white, but Tamicia, Tamicia is giving black. Black queen doing, uh, doing it different and <laughs> having herself a merry meth miss. The public health department says no. Tricky but black. Method woman black. Uh, black opposite of the vanilla ice cream. Too lazy to sell meth. Black. <laughs> the cur- <laughs> Enterprising sister knowing her white base. Uh, well, everyone went black on this, which I am shocked because it's a meth story. And everyone, you got it wrong. With that name? Come on, recount. 
that's her right there. Who named her? Right? I mean, she that's a white. And that's her bus right there with Space Jam. That is and, a white with a black ass name. I know her resume be getting thrown in the trash can. And that's why she's that's selling That's why she mouth. had to go sell else Because <laughs> yeah. her name get through there that all the computer systems reject them bitches. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I'll take that L because I'm trying to tell you, that's a black ass name. It is a pretty black ass name, Karen. I, I, I do have to give you that. Um, Thank you. All right. Let's go to the next one. Karen is uh, 0 for 1, and so are the rest of y'all. Nobody got that one. Uh, Palm Beach <laughs> Palm Beach Gardens uh, is where this one takes place. It's in Florida. Um, and uh, it's about the male. Let me see if I can. I actually might be able to play the audio for this. But, Karen, you'll have to let me know if you can hear it in a second. Um, Continuing okay. coverage tonight of a shocking story at a Palm Beach Gardens, a mail carrier and a gated. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay. Community spotted dumping bins of mail into a lake. Now we're learning more about what happened and the woman police oh, say no. was behind it. CBS 12's Al Pepley joins us live outside Mirabella at Mirror Soul in Palm Beach Gardens to break down those new details. Al. The new information is contained in this police report we got from Palm Beach Gardens Police. We have learned that a contractor did, in fact, throw bundles of mail into a lake here, confirming what a homeowner says she saw taking place inside this gated community. It's terrible, but there's been a problem since we moved here. Bryant Kane, a retiree, has lived at Mirabella at Mirasol for 12 years. Like others here, it angers him that a private contractor dumped mail into a lake last week. A lot of my bills I don't get, and they send us late notices. And my wife has to get on the phone, talk to them, which takes hours. A Palm Beach Gardens police report identifies the woman who dumped the mail as 25-year-old Bendina Tropness of Wellington. This appears to be a photo of Tropness and a photo taken by a resident on the day of the incident. Tropness works for Cummings Contract Delivery Service of Crescent City, Florida a private company that is contracted by the U.S. Postal Service to deliver mail. According to the police report, on Tuesday, January 10th, a resident at Mirabella at Mirasol watched Tropness as she dumped a container full of mail into the lake behind some houses. The resident then followed Tropness to the front gate where she notified a security guard who contacted police. Imagine you got to go to the lake and go fishing for your, your power bill. You know? Uh, imagine you trying to catch some trout and you and you catching a uh, <laughs> somebody's some, credit card bill. Right, you getting somebody's uh, grandmama's the the birthday card that 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 they supposed that they got from their grandmama because this motherfucker just threw everything in the lake. <laughs> Damn. Right. Right. What did right. they be? What did they be like? Because my guess is like there has to be tracking of this. You know, you're gonna get caught eventually. Yeah, because people are gonna get tired of not getting their mail. The the companies and the and the people complain when they don't get their mail. The company is gonna know. The people are gonna get suspicious. Like it's not it's not a crime of like, and I I'm all oh, I just need to scheme the right way and I'll get away with it. It's a crime of like, okay, but like pretty soon they're gonna catch you. And yet mm-hmm. they did. It's it. your route. No, nobody else but your route. Everybody else has been getting their mail. Yeah, like mail literally has tracking on it. Like, right. I mean, like, if you don't get an Amazon package, how many people are like, yeah, I'm hitting up Amazon. I want to know 
where this shit is to the and not to mention like with a lot of these companies now they track shit down to like the foot with gps they'd be like yo amazon package is three stops away yeah, that's what that's what my be telling me it'd be like your amazon package is eight stops away yeah <laughs> tells you your Amazon package is, is next door. Your neighbor got it, you know? And so you just throwing <laughs> yes. it in there. Your, your Amazon package is 17 feet under the water. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and you mean to tell me you think you're going to do this and nobody find? You think people aren't going to be like, why is there, like, tons of mail rising up in this lake down here? Yeah, no, well, I, I see. If I go to the to the pond and I see a big mouth bass wearing my 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 slippers that I ordered, I'm gonna be like, now, damn it, something happened. Those that was the earrings my grandmama said she sent me. You know, <laughs> right? The police report says Trophonus had no identification or driver's license. The police report says, quote, she would not give a clear explanation of why she threw mail into the water. The report says, quote, Tropness did state she threw five bundles of mail into the water that were dated from 2022. Mm. Her boss, Timothy Cummings, came to the scene and was allowed to go into the water to retrieve two bundles of mail that were still floating. But the other three bundles could not be found. Cummings told police the bundles of mail were newspapers and magazines. We went back to the neighborhood and found a similar van with the words U.S. Mail Frequent Stops on the back of the van driving through the neighborhood. According to an email sent to Mirabella at Mirasol Residence, the property manager says she believes the subcontractor was arrested. I think we should have uh, the Postal Service take over from the contractors. Kane says he feels mail service would improve if the Postal Service was delivering the mail because the service provided by the contractor leaves a lot to be desired. The all right. Um, yeah, I wonder what her excuse is going to be. Demons told me to do it. Who told you to do it? The demons. Um, oh, no. Karen, guess the race. What was her name again? Uh, hold on. Uh, fuck, they said her name earlier. Oh, it's not here. It's not right now. I'm gonna go Be black. Uh, it's Bendina Tropness. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go black. All right, Karen's going black. Let's check the chat ben room. Bendina Tropness. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm saying so sorry, Bendina. I sound like a Latino Hispanic type of name then black that's where I'm gonna go what are you gonna go the second one what's the, what's the second one? Oh, oh, like Hispanic Latino versus okay. black okay the chat room says black woman who goes to her hair appointment over delivering the mail <laughs> She's, I, ain't oh, no. I ain't gonna be wasting my time today Black, Latina, Hispanic, nigga name for some nigga shit. Latino, South Floridian, trumpet. Uh, Mexican with nigga tendency, Puerto Rican. Neither rain nor sleep, but we can't do anything about this. Some lazy negress. The correct answer is, and uh, Karen said Latina, or and uh, uh, you were wrong, Karen. What? The correct answer is black. I was thinking my first instinct. Yeah, you talked yourself out of it. 
Um, I'm just mad at this picture. This picture look like this must have been the picture of them like literally catching her in the act. Mm-hmm. Cause she looking at the camera like, God damn it, I'm fired. Ugh. Like I know you ain't. I know, know what you even doing over by the lake. You know, that's I bet. Doing. I bet you they was like, uh, they probably like you breaking records. You got finished in the in the in the no time, right? She of was, course, she fucking dumped it. Right. She was like, well, the good and news that's is a fe- that's a federal law, so you going to jail. She's like, the good news is I'm done with my shift by 10 a.m. Everybody's like, <laughs> man, that's crazy. That route used to take eight hours. Mm, mm. I'm back home. I'm work. I'm work from home now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, all right, well, Karen. So far, you are zero for two. It's just not so a good. So far, I am. I'm taking these L's because of them names. Not a good showing for you at all today. It's just nope. Um, <laughs> it happens to the best. My of racism us. meter is off. We all have uh, we all have off days, but let's go to the bonus what round. Time is it? It's time to guess the race. 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 All right. It's time to guess the race. Uh, Karen, so far, is 0 for 2. Mm-hmm. But this is worth double the points, double the race. So okay. let's see if she can uh, maybe finish can break this on even. a high note. Let's see. A Wall Street sugar daddy who fell for... A Manhattan stripper sues. A Wall Street. Oh, the that is suing. Mm-hmm. A Wall Street financier is suing a stripper after he learnt, lent her hundreds of thousands of dollars and a Gucci scarf when COVID shut down her club. John Leahy, not the Gucci scarf of Union, Michigan, filed the suit against Aline Luz Dunga and her mother Anula, Anula Gomez. And Manhattan Supreme Court. Now, we're not guessing their races. We're guessing his. Okay. Uh, he filed a suit, and John Leahy is the name, on February 24th, alleging that they never paid him back the money they lent him, that he lent them over a three-year span. He claims in the suit that he fell for Aline Luz Dunga when, she first met her, when he first met her at her job as an exotic dancer and thought they were in a serious relationship as he spent $125,000 to help her through the global pandemic. Uh, He also claimed he once lent her his Gucci scarf, which she never gave back. Oh, what do you want, his hoodie next? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And he helped pay for her mother's cancer treatments and Massachusetts state taxes before they stopped speaking with him. Now, I will say, I'm shocked they stopped speaking with him because it sounded like they had an all-day-long sucker. Uh, according to the lawsuit... That's why they're getting sued, because they stopped speaking with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm This, this is a needless suit. I will just get back with him. Leahy set up a sort of stimulus package for the struggling stripper, lending her money on a regular basis for maintenance. He also spent several thousands of, to help Gomez, Dunga's mother, pay off her state taxes and cancer treatments. Um... Uh, Gomez has a history of defaulted loans in the past. In total, he says he doled out $125,000 from 2019 to 2021. And Dunga was supposed to eventually pay him back, and he thought they were in a serious relationship. Well, my thing is, is it really a serious relationship if you thought she was going to pay you back? Mm-mm. I feel like it's not that serious then. 
you know and i get that you're all woke and 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 super-minded but i feel like uh if if you're in a serious relationship you either help him or you're not helping right there's no in between with that i'm mad this article got a picture of the gucci scarf in it this just that's ridiculous (laughs) (laughs) like the like we got to know it's gucci like 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 we're looking for it in the lineup or something. Is this the scarf that did it? Uh, but the money dried they up. Committed the crime, right? Like I'm gonna see somebody walking down the street and be like, "God damn, that's his scarf." But the money dried up when Lee finally realized in August 2021 that Dunga was only interested in his cash. Uh, at which point he forced her to pay back ten thousand dollars. Just a few months later, Gomez borrowed six thousand more to pay off her Massachusetts toll and excise tax. And borrowed another eight thousand shortly after. Now, see, this is where I'm starting to think this man is a pay pig, and it's on him. I hate to be a victim blamer, but I'm just saying. You said, "You pay me back ten thousand dollars." I know you only want me for my cash, and then you went and gave her mama fourteen more thousand dollars. How did that make sense? I'll sway. She allegedly never paid him back for that money, and soon she and Dunga cut off all contact with him and ignored his pleas to refund the money he is now asking the judge to force the two women to pay all the money back you know how fucking mad this man must be that he is a goddamn uh uh wall street street. huh he put all his business out in the street he want that money he must be so mad because he is a wall street person i assume that his name must mean something to somebody somewhere and this man went to fucking court, put his government on it, and then let it be reported in the news. Bruh, honestly, if you play me like this, I'm going to got to take it to the grave. I, I just took I'm, I'm like you. I'm, I just took that L. Yeah, take that. You got to take this one to the grave, dog. Hey, hey, uh, I, I can't make that trip this weekend. Uh, what's wrong, man? You ain't got the money? I don't even want to talk about it. I just can't make the trip. Like, I just, like, I'm going to just have to cut back on spending. But, all right, Karen, guess the race. I'm 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 going uh white. All right, let's check the chat room see what they believe. Uh, the race is um. Uh, here we go. Um. White, white, bizarre, Mister White folks pimping back was old, dumb, and white. Um. So he was paying sugar daddy money, peak white mess, translucent white Gucci scarf sound like some nigga shit. So it looked like all whites and one black. And you know what I'm going to say, guys? Whether you said white, whether you said black, you got it right. Yeah, ain't no telling what that is. Yeah, I'm with you. Hold on, Karen. Karen, you got to remember when the sound effect is playing, it's harder to hear you. But go ahead. Go ahead. You got it. Go ahead. Oh, I'm about to say, yeah. Looking at that, I'm like you. Everybody wins. He passing. That's why I think we outed him as not just a sugar daddy pay pig, but also he might want to check. He might want to shake that tree, that family tree, because I think you're gonna see some uh, some Negroes falling out. If you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> man, what a what a crazy story! Like I cannot believe he told the world that, man. I. I just would have been out of the money and and nobody would have had to know about it. Oh, like I would have, I would have flipped it into like, you know, I'm a sugar daddy. I'll be meaning to pay these women and not get the money back. That's how, 
you know, th- that's how much I'm a baller. I wouldn't, I would never let y'all know I got played, boy. All right, last, last thing, sore ratchetness. The sugar daddy game done changed, but sugar daddy is like, look, I want my money back. Yeah. Uh, this, man, this story is old as hell. Why the hell is this in here? Twenty twenty. All right, let me, let me. I'm sorry. Let me find another story. Find some newer. Yeah, I think they must have put it in there like it was new, but it wasn't. Um. All right, we'll do this one instead. Uh, samurai sword wielding man. At Bangkok, jailed 18 months. All right. Um, Singapore, the man who used the samurai sword to slash a pedestrian in several cars near Bangkok Square Mall March in March was sentenced to 18 months in jail and six strokes of the cane. Six strokes of the cane? What the hell is the six strokes of the cane? They must hit you like with a cane is pole. Is it a sugar cane? Yeah, they must. Some kind of cane. A cane pole or something. I just pictured them making you pick out your switch. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> yes. it's, it's, I don't know which way it's crazy. Is it crazy that another country, like, you get a whipping? Or is it crazy that, like, black people are using the punishment that another country gives thieves to discipline their kids sometimes? You know, like, either way, it's crazy if you think about it. Be like, in addition to it, you get the cane. Right. Um, yeah, I'm just picturing them making you pick out your cane, and if they, they don't like it, they hit you with it and make you get another one. Um, <laughs> yeah, but then the 38-year-old damaged some passing cars at traffic junction in front of the mall with the sword. Um, he also caused the victim lacerations on the left arm and shoulder. The cars incurred damages costing up to $1,000 in repair. He pled guilty to three charges including rash act and endangering life and voluntarily causing hurt by a dangerous weapon another two charges were considered in the sentencing he had consumed unknown pills before leaving home oh no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. unknown pills you know how you just consume unknown unknown uh <laughs> unknown pills <laughs> not unknown i'm good on the unknown I, I think he must. I know where he got them pills from. Ah! <laughs> That's where he got them pills. He walked up there trying to get some ice cream. She said, "I ain't got no ice cream." Ice cream. Mm-hmm. But what but I, I got do, some unknown pills. What I do got is some unknown pills. And he said, "Well, I got these two puppies. You want to trade?" And she said, "Absolutely." Ah! That's how she got the puppies. And here's a sword on the side. Um, cause this, cause, cause, what I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do with this? I can't have a frozen sword, right? Cause my ice cream ain't frozen. So he hit four passing cars at the traffic junction. Uh, oh, he, what is he doing? Yeah, he's swinging on cars. dancing at the intersection. Uh, passes by saw the commotion, rushed forward to restrain him until the police arrived. Uh, he was taken to the hospital. The victim was taken to the hospital with brazen the cuts and given three days medical leave and current bills of $110. Must be nice to have affordable health care. Um, 
Deputy Public Prosecutor Daniel Daniel Ling asked for 18 to 24 months with six strokes of the cane. That's crazy. They have to consider that in their sentencing. Like, yeah, Your Honor, the state is asking for 18 to 24 months with uh, seven whacks on the ass. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Hopefully we can get justice in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, we're asking... We're asking for, you know, uh, six to 18 months with uh, five whacks on the head. Yeah. What? What we is also, here? Uh, we like to get two years plus uh, purple nerple. So just. Ah! <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, What's happening here? Right. Um, yeah. And then who who has to do it? They just got like an old black grandmama in the background, like, go and get the switch. And then that's. Why think about right? Because that got to be somebody's job. Somebody's job. To, yeah. act, to actually do the caning. What, what what do they do? Do I mean, do everybody know it? Do they go out there with a mask on right. so don't nobody know that they're the official cane of the town? Right. Go and get my whipping cane. Um, They probably got a name for it. Old Sycamore. Go get Old Sycamore. He's dead. He doesn't. They done, they, do they do it in the public square? Right. It's going to be a long day today. My whipping hand is itching. Um, <laughs> you better come on. Come on. I, come on. I got eight more eight, eight more whoopings today. You just got to hope they're not mad at the crime. All right, y'all. That's it. We got to right. get out of here. I got other stuff to do. Um, until next time, I love you. I love you, too. Mwah. Mwah.